Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. Woo! Yeah, it is. There it is. It's another week. It's another Full Force Weekly. How are you doing, Pat? I, it's another week for sure. You know, I, I got through another one. Check. Got another one off, checked out of the board onto yeah. the next one. How about yourself? Yeah, ready, ready, willing, and able to get through 99 slides worth of information today. Yes, it's been a busy old week, mainly in the classified arena, but we've also had higher news and we've also had. Super X news. You thought I was going to say Super 7, but I didn't say it. I said Super X. Well, I'll get into that a bit later on. It's been ridiculous. And it's, I don't know where I don't know where we get the time to, to do this. I genuinely don't. I don't know how I've managed to squeeze this in this week. We've I, even got I, new graphics. Oh, hey. I actually hadn't noticed until now. That's cool. How very dare you. It's like I've I'm worn so a beautiful new dress. Too, is what the thing is. I'm, I'm so focused upon uh making sure that i i'm being right and that i'm focused on what you're saying and listening to you and paying attention whatever so i don't notice things in any case what do you guys think in the comments uh what do you think the uh what's it called the graphics uh relate to uh yes tim correct <laughs> it's like immediately immediately you're absolutely 100 percent tim it is bushido so yeah thanks to um no you get a no prize for that i should have i should have run some sort of competition there shouldn't i that's what we should do every time we change the graphics we run a competition to see who can guess what they are first that's what we should do then you'd have too to late now a lot yeah yeah it happens every you know every time there's a season change um yes this is winter time bushido is a snow ninja so it seemed to make sense do you know what i'm saying yeah no it does make sense yes i agree so thanks to uh, Brian Sauer, our wonderful graphics man, for doing that. And uh, and also, well, obviously, I'll get a shout out later, so whatever. But um, yeah, we've got loads to get through, Pat, so we should probably start cranking through it. Uh, thanks to everyone in the comments already. Loads of comments coming through. Uh, Jeremy says, Pat is rebel scum, is what I think. I am. I'm rebel scum today. Rebels what? Just kidding. Right, next... <laughs> Next, we have news bursts to get through. Uh, what's first, Pat? It's Super X. Super X. <laughs> I like that I was we tried for the video. Workout clothing brand Super X have announced that they will be revealing a G.I. Joe-themed activewear range in January of 2024. The teaser on the website shows two workout hoodies for Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and I would expect there will be a lot more to come in January based on other ranges they've done in the past. You can get early access to the reveals by following the link in the description below. Indeed. Um, I love our banter. It's so funny. Uh, I would watch this show just for our ridiculous mess before we go into some sort of uh, next video. I think it's great. Um, right, Pat. Activewear, Super X. This was a little out of left field, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the, the stuff looks really nice. but It does, um, doesn't it? It does. 
But as always, I'd be curious to see what somebody says after they buy it before I buy it. Well, there is a, I imagine it's going to be very similar to what they've already released in the past. We have uh, Marvel, DC, Power Rangers, all sorts of different, um, you know, uh, activewear ranges and brands that they they already do. (laughs) And there's actually a few groups that kind of, you know, uh, in Facebook that talk about it as well. So I think you're probably going to get very similar or you're putting good information on these on this clothing and this range before it really comes out. You'll be able to know exactly what you're getting into, I think. Um, but they look really nice. Um, and but again, I think I, I should have checked the, the website, but there is a um there are prices obviously on these. I, they're quite high end, I think. These hoodies specifically might be quite expensive. Um, I would I would kind of assume so, to be honest. I mean, if you're a, uh, an online brand known for your your quality materials, and then you end up adding a a licensing fee to that. There's going to yeah. be there's going to be some. Well, well, this is weird. I'm on the Super X website right now uh, with GI Joe, and it says no products found. Yeah, they don't have they don't reveal them until January. So it's, oh, uh, okay. it's an, you have an early access uh, link in the description, so you can. Uh, Kind of get up to date news when it when it drops, but I think I imagine they'll reveal some stuff pre like prior to that. There'll be more teasers, I reckon, and then obviously in on, in January twenty twenty four, that's when they're going to drop their the, the actual product range. But you can kind of look at other you know products like the power the Power Rangers one is probably a good one to go by, be yeah. another brand kind of branded kind of situation. Uh, what are those hoodies running at Pat? Can you tell? Can you see on there? I just left the website because it was clear that it wasn't uh, going to give me any information. <laughs> anyway, I do I do really like these. I think they're really cool. And I, I, I'm i a bit of a sucker for Snake Eyes hoodies, uh, as you can uh, see. I'm actually 119. Sorry, 119. I went back. It's $119 for the Power Rangers hoodies. Well, I said it was high end. Did did I not? So yeah, you'd be you'd probably be getting something very high quality. I mean, this one I'm wearing is about eighty, I think. The uh, I forget the name of the company now. Again, I've done that twice now. Talked about these hoodies and clo- their clothes, and completely forgotten the uh, the company. Anyway, heroes and villains. I don't I don't know where that came from, but that's the game of the company. The, the one that I'm wearing anyway. And um, yeah, this was about eighty, so you know, I'm not I'm not really surprised at that. But that is quite high end. Uh, Chad says I will wait for these to hit Ollie's and Ross. <laughs> uh, funny, um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, anyway, that's Super X. Like I said, January is when they're going to be revealing their their range. Um, that's pretty. I, I mean, you um, would you be interested? I, I know you kind of mentioned a little interest here, but would you be interested in these? Uh, they're really going to have to have something to blow me away to get me to spend $120 on these. Kitty said. Yep. No worries. Like, like, kind of like they, you know, do your taxes for you or something. That kind of thing. Right. <laughs> Especially at the time that they'll be hitting, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, they might have to with the price that they are. Um, right. Anyway, yes, that is uh, Super X Active, where, like I said, you'll find out in January exactly what you're dealing with. Uh, let's move on to the next news topic, which is... Hire toys.
Another week, another higher toys reveal. This time it's the Joe's most enigmatic marine, Gung Ho, who joins the exquisite mini-series of four-inch figures. He follows that early classified cardback artwork design with the blue vest and comes with all the same accessories as the classified version, with the addition of some extra hands and that Dio figure stand, of course. He will be dropping in Q3 of 2024 at a cost of $24.99. Yep, pretty standard issue on all that information, but... I I think I expected this one, but I'm still surprised at the the fact they've done it. It's weird, isn't it? Like I keep having these, like you know, I was surprised they did the Baroness with the purple hair, but it was on the cards. I was surprised they did Storm Shadow. Well, although Storm Shadow was the first surprise out of the gate, really for me uh, in the Higher Toys line. But are you uh, are you happy they're kind of again delving into that kind of uh, the the classified card back art decos? Yeah, for sure. This is actually what I would have said, hey, please give me that. If you would have said they're going to do a gung-ho, I would have, you know, I, I, I'm i enjoying that, that we're getting the classified designs in four-inch form, but I also am enjoying that we are actually getting what was kind of the earlier one. And gung-ho is a weird one because to me, I, I still kind of think that this figure would have been more popular, the classified figure would have been a little bit more popular from the start with the blue vest. So I, I don't know why that was changed. Yeah, that is a good point. I remember when it first came out, there was a lot of talk about, um, yeah. you know, changing the color of the vest and all that kind of stuff. And I, I kind of, I think I even did, I did two kind of like Photoshop versions of that. Like when the promo images came out, I did a gaucho with like the red um, kind of vest. And I did like a teal one for for the for the gung-ho um that well, yeah for the sorry the for yeah because gaucho gung-ho yeah that's why i said gung-ho uh obviously it's gung-ho but um and yeah and they kind of look really good i thought in that classified mm-hmm. design with those colors um and in actual fact um i got um a gung-ho a gaucho custom done with that gung-ho figure um shout out to Corey godfrey who sent me that M- much appreciated buddy and it was really really cool anyway um, yeah, this one is an, another interesting one. We've got another head sculpt here, mate. Um, what do you think of the head sculpt on this particular figure? Uh, you know, I haven't really spent that much time looking at it, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's grimacing by the looks of things, and he's only got the one head. So you're going to get him always in that kind of like, kind of vibe. Yeah, uh, it is not a neutral pose, that's for sure. But... <laughs> he's, he ain't chill, is he, no. on this one? But no, I think yeah, this is a pretty good one. I quite like it. Um, and again, again, I, I like the fact that we're getting those little details that were missed. Not missed, but changed, should we say, when it came to the final production classified figure. Uh, yeah, not, a, the same. not a removable hat, right? I don't think so, yeah. Um, it doesn't show that it's a removable hat. It might say in the copy, but I don't know 100%. Yeah, I, I would one. think in the um, in the accessory loadout, they'd be showing us the hat by itself if it was. Yeah. So most definitely not. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, spare hands. You've got the same, I think, this, yeah, it's the three same, like, the same three blasters and backpack that you got in the classified series and that Dio stand. Yeah, this is a nice one. Nice addition. Um, he's got a nipple caught in his zipper, says Mark as well. Um, yeah, he has. I think he has. Uh, that's why his face is doing that. Yeah, I get it now. Understood. Um, Rachel says, not a fan of the face sculpt. They put a lot of detail into the torso, but none on the arms. Um, let's have a look at that. Yeah, you got a point there. Um, there's obviously a lot of kind of muscle definition going on on the old body. 
But then, yeah, the arms do look a little smooth, don't they? Yeah. Uh, again, I still don't have any of these in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, are they on the way or are they still in that kind of pre-order phase? Uh, they're in the pre-order phase because all the stuff of the website that had like them available for order. Well, you know, I'd ordered ones that were in stock, yeah. got refunded because they never shipped them. So now I've ordered some of them that are just on pre-order. So it's just a waiting game now. Hopefully, hopefully they actually ship this time. Fingers crossed. Um, anyway, yeah, that's Gung Ho, Hino Toys, add it to the list. What are we now at? 13, 14 deep? Man, oh. it is every week it without is. fail. Uh, so who do you think is next? Alley Viper, maybe? Alley Viper's a good shout. I'm going to go with... We haven't had the Viper yet, have we? No. No, that'd, I reckon, be, a, I re that'd be a good one. You go Alley Viper, I'll go Viper. We'll see who gets it next week. Okay, we'll see. This is a fun game. The yeah. guess, guess the higher reveal every single week. Um, it's, uh, it is quite astonishing, though, that they are revealing at the amount that they're revealing right yeah um and the fact that they're that they're getting so ahead of themselves like they're they've got way more reveals now than than they have delivered that's uh, feeling like a shrunken down version of the early classified <laughs> why are they copying everything that classified do why are they doing it i don't understand it's that now I hope well they're also going to copy distribution which would be um oh. well actually their distribution is way more like strict i don't know it's yeah. harder to get these really hard to get it these. is harder to get these yeah uh anyway anyway 77t john says what's the best place to order these i think cooltoys.com is that the name of it pat there was a yeah it was called uh cooltoysclub.com Thank you. Well, I can't say that is the best place because, again, they haven't delivered yet for me anything. But was it Hobby Link is another one and Robot Kingdom, I think. Yes. Are, they're, they're another couple that you might want to try out. But Cool Toys Club has good reviews. I just can't personally say that they've delivered me anything because everything's on pre-order. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Right then. Well, that is Higher Toys Gung Ho. We are ripping through it today because I swear we've got more slides than a we've got more slides than a water park today, Pat. Yeah. Anyway, right here we go. Next up is lots and lots of classified news. My goodness, what a week for Classified. As the His Tanks started their distribution in the US, we got a bunch of rumours regarding a possible Classified Snowcat and Thunder Machine in the works, and then we had a series of leaks prior to the Hasbro Pulse G.I. Joe fan stream revealing the figures that would be going up for pre-order the following day. Thursday's stream didn't disappoint with name-only reveals for Starduster, Nemesis Immortal, the artist formerly known as Enforcer, Xandar and Leatherneck. Nine pre-orders also smashed us in the wallets with Big Boa, Quick Kick, Airborne and the Techno Viper as the now standard four-figure wave, Retro Duke, Scarlet and Recondo, and of course the 60th anniversary Action Soldier Infantry and Action Sailor Recon Diver. Surely the last pre-orders of the year now because I don't think I can physically manage anything else until 2026. I know, that was... <laughs> That was like a real, like, oh, did you forget about Classified for a couple of weeks? Don't, because here's some pre-orders. Have that, and then punch you in the face with it, um, with a big boa punch. Uh, anyway, lots to talk about here, Pat. First off, just, just, a quick, um, uh, just a quick comment on it. 
but the his tanks are shipping. I got my um I think my date is Tuesday that mine's turning up. Have you had yours yet? Your kind of shipping information? No, that's what I was just looking where that video brought up the shipping of the his tanks, and I I still don't see anything. That sucks. Um you might have to reach out then and see what's going out and see what's going on because yeah, I got mine for Tuesday. Then again, there's a lot to get through. Um, so yeah, I imagine you'll get something at some point soon. Oh wait, no, here it is. I finally found it. So oh, I've got this. Quick got question. To... Sorry, I've yeah. done that again. Uh, quick question from a toy kind of mood. Is it hi hi Travis? I imagine it's Travis. Are you a Chicago Bulls fan, Chris? I don't think I ever asked. Lol. I grew up in the nineties. I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, and then I ended up playing semi-professional basketball myself in the United Kingdom uh, for the Fury, the Kingsland Fury. So um, yeah, I I was a huge Chicago Bulls fan uh, and have kind of been ever since, even though they've pretty much sucked ever since. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's there's a quick answer to that question. Um, and Toy Bounty Hunter, I posted this by accident while I was clicking on that one, but we'll come to this one because it's, you know, there you go. I'm watching you all while waiting for my hiss to arrive. Awesome. I'm recording this right now with Pat and you're watching waiting for my hiss to arrive on Tuesday. <laughs> Does that count? Probably not. Um, Cotswell Collectible says Michael Jean Fleming was uh, carrying at least a few of the um, higher toys figures. Thank you. Oh, Michael. really? Yeah, for that. Appreciate that. I did see them post a couple of um, links in the past to uh, to uh, to that stuff. So yeah, to the higher toy stuff. So thank you, Michael, for men mentioning that. Um, right, let's talk. Jordan is the greatest. Thank you, Paisano seven seven seven. I'm a huge Jordan fan. Anyway, let's talk stuff. First thing we need to talk about are the classified vehicle rumors, Pat. Uh, that came that kind of popped out of uh, it's Chad's YouTube channel, and I, 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 I did do a like a report on this one, like a, a news burst about this one, and discussed them kind of like as in I don't know, yay or nay, but um, you know I'm not kind of poo pooing Chad's information in any way, shape, or form. So we kind of speculated on what we could expect to see with a snow cat and a thunder machine start with the snow cat was is this a vehicle you think um they can do at this scale in kind of a retail not retail space you know what i mean in a in a non-haslab environment i i do um I, I think a lot of what makes the his tank so expensive so expensive was all of the additional details that they put into it in the electronics um i don't think that obviously looking at the vamp uh, you know I, I think that we could go a little more expensive than that and it'll still sell a hundred bucks i kind of thought was pretty good for the vamp i was expecting it to be more than that big time in fact when yeah. we had the information when we had the listing information come through and i saw that price i was like that's got to be a mistake that's got to be a mistake like there's no way you can do a vamp and a figure uh for that for that prize and when it came came out i was like okay okay they have and i think one of the things is um you know like getting that balance of bringing the price down when they when they think they've got something that's going to sell a lot of units i guess mm -hmm. and bringing the price down when in in other areas they're saving elsewhere maybe do you know what i mean like so there's like there's probably a budget balancing act going on where something can be done in that sense 
Uh, that's possible. It feels more like the, I don't know, it feels more like they did did more uh, cutting on one item in order to make another item more expensive in the vintage line than they are here because they've really charged us whenever they've added in just a couple of accessories to a figure like Kamakura. You know, I kind of thought that was too expensive for what it was. But, you know, they were saying, well, a few more accessories, that's going going to cost. So it felt a little nickel and diming a little bit to me. Uh, so when I saw the price on the vamp, it was like, really? That's And it was good news because you see the price yeah. of the vamp, you can assume that we're going to be getting something that size a few times over. Yeah, um, I was kind of thinking, well, maybe this one's a little bit more complex. It might be a bit bulkier. There's more like, you know, you've got the half track thrown in there. You've got kind of multiple weapon systems. You've got yeah. the cockpit. You've got, I mean, it's two-seater, just like the vamp as well. But you'll probably have like a working, you know, windscreen wiper as well. Not that that's like crazy difficult to do. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not like an actually working. Like you can go in there and turn the little thing on and it goes, <laughs> but uh, squirt a bit of water on there as well. Um, but I think this might maybe crest 100 or get a little bit closer to so maybe like 120, would you say? Or do you think? Do you think they'll probably keep it in that price point for a hundred? Well, that's why I kind of I kind of don't want to even say that it's a price point. It just feels like they're sizing the price according to what they want to profit based on what they put into that specific item. Yeah, I kind of feel like they're just counting the cost and and putting it where it is. And to be honest, with the addition of doors and if there there's a stinger with the missiles and all the other pieces. It's entirely possible that the repaints of the vamp won't be a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, so this, I look at it and I think, yeah, you know, it's it's about the size of the vamp, but with maybe a little bit of a stretch. Uh, I I don't know that I don't know. Would we need working treads? Ray Murphy just said that, and I I feel like yes, at that scale, I feel like we do. I feel like we do need working treads on that. I kind of feel like we do too. Yeah. Could Hasbro get away with not having functioning track treads for the classified snowcat like the original to keep costs down to be more palatable for general retail? General, um, I don't know. Um, I I would I think I personally would be disappointed. Like I was really excited um, that when we saw the vamp, it had squidgy tires. Do you know oh, what I mean? really? Yeah, because I was I was kind of half expecting and. I, when I again, it was based on the price point, and it, what my expectations were based on. Well, you know, what ninety nine ninety nine. What are they going to do to basic that vamp up? In order, you know, is it just going to be a shell with like plastic wheels attached? Do you know what I mean? Like, a, I didn't, I didn't know what I thought. I didn't think we were going to be getting something as like complex so you, and you know. Did detailed. you say you were disappointed when you saw the tires? Not dis. No, 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 no. Not at all. I was very happy to see that, that we um, that we got rubber uh, tires. Oh. So I would be disappointed if we didn't get a half track that worked on the snowcat. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 like my expectation for the vamp was low, but now it's like raised because of those other items that were okay. part of yeah. the vamp. So now I'm kind of thinking it kind of has to have functioning treads, uh, and I don't think that would be too difficult. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. I mean, whether or not they're made of just a big, you know, band of rubber or if they're individual links. Well, individual links, it gets to be difficult. Um, I, but 
yeah, I don't think that it'd be crazy difficult for this to be that way. Uh, I also kind of think that they've at this point made enough Arctic Joes to finish this out because technically there's Snake Eyes, right? And there's Snow Job. So that's that's two. You've got Done. that's a mouth. And then you've got Frostbite, who I would imagine would come with right. that. I, you, could yeah, you imagine? Well, imagine if they didn't put Frostbite in it, put White out in there instead or something. Yeah, that's what I right. I that's what I I didn't even mention that because I just assumed that it will have him. And then we have to have a tiger cat, do we not? With a tiger force frosty. Yeah, that's true for sure. Uh, so that that even increases the likelihood of this being done. Like the fact that there's a, a repaint that everybody's ready to buy waiting around the corner. I, I don't think we're going to be demanding what was it, the Devastator for Street Fighter? <laughs> what that thing was called? I think so. I think so. Um, or the Basilisk. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, remember that. Um, neither one of those or the uh, Mark II, the Havoc, the Mark, Havoc II. Mark II. Yeah, no <laughs> Havoc Mark II out of this. <laughs> Although someone did mention you could do that. Beast Blaster says Viper Scout, but wasn't that the Thunder Machine? That was a Thunder Machine. Yeah. So yeah, the Devastator was the Snowcat repaint, and the Beast Blaster was the Thunder Machine. Yeah. Um, speaking of Beast Blaster. I tell you what, that's just isn't that quite interesting, Pat? That both vehicles that have been announced are also in the Street Fighter lineup, as is the Vamp. So that's that's three potentials for them to do Street Fighter. Tell me, we're getting the Street Fighter classified figures because I would absolutely poop my underdrawers if that was the case. You know what? it would be just as it was whenever those came out. A lot of people just would not accept that along with their G.I. Joes. But then because they were made as G.I. Joes are, they would be good figures. Yeah, and they would absolutely. Sell. I would so, hope they would do all the details on Zangief's robot legs. Oh, no. No. <laughs> all of the little robot leg details for Zangief. Um, there's other bonkers reuse in there as well isn't there that doesn't make any sense but still yeah um i think yeah i'm only joking there's tongue-in-cheek tongue-in-cheek and jada toys do make some amazing you're right past the pierogi yeah jada toys might not like that but yeah they their figures are fantastic they look great um anyway dreadnought thunder machine pretty cool i mean no brainer this one i could definitely see in that kind of vamp i keep saying price point but you know what i'm saying um, but again, yeah, there, there are some great. elements, there are some fun elements you could put into this, but it's not as complex as, say, the Snowcat, in my opinion. There's not like you need some crazy engineering on some treads, but you can have little, um, you know, barrel barrels that twist when you pull the ammo through. That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it, actually? Yeah, and the other thing that, that um, I also think of with the, these larger vehicles is I want the front wheels to be able to turn. Yeah, the Vamp doesn't do that, I don't think. Really? I don't think it does. I don't think the front wheels turn on the vamp. Hmm. I think they they went with the um, suspension um, and went with that over the wheels um, uh, turning. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. I I would I would rather see that. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like it needs that because sometimes when our vehicles just posed. Yeah, posed with the uh, wheels tilted. Yeah, yeah, but I'm looking, and I, you're right. I don't see any uh, indication that the vamp does that. 
I think we got it confirmed from Lenny, actually. I think I messaged him on a burst at some point. I believe he confirmed that it, yeah, it's they went with the with the suspension over the over the wheels turning. Um, speaking of Lenny and Emily, we'll be speaking to them next week, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, and we'll be getting our second part of that very awesome interview finished, which has now got to the point where we've had to pile on about 50 other things. There's no way we're going to cover everything that I want to cover with them in half an hour. It's just not going to happen. So we'll try and do as much as we can do on the next interview. But yeah, we'll, we also kind of have to move on and keep current and keep topical. So it's difficult going back and talking about stuff that we could have talked about in the last one. But, you know, by the by, uh, we will be speaking to them next week. Now, also, funny funny story, actually, uh, and I talked to Pat about this beforehand, but I've been waiting on approvals to post um, two interviews that have been done, edited, and ready for the past week or so, uh, and in some cases, two weeks. And, um, I, yeah, it's just taking a long time to get approval. Once we do get approved, they'll go up. And uh, interestingly enough, I'm still waiting on approval from Super 7, even though they shared <laughs> the video already on their Twitter page. So I don't know what happened there, but it's not listed yet. So hopefully as soon as I get a, you know the, the all clear, I'll post both of those interviews. One is with Kerry Vandenberg from the um, Wrath of Cobra video game, which was a great, or love, great fun talking with Kerry on that one. And um, also, uh, like I said, uh, Brian Flynn, all about the O-ring stuff and the mothership and lots of other cool stuff as well in there too. So hopefully we get, I get approval before like like today, for example, otherwise it's going to go out and the mothership thing's going to finish. So it's going to be kind of oddly after the fact. So yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll, you know, sort that out. Um, also, with a toy kind of mood in the chat, I will be uh, appearing on their uh, channel as well on Saturday uh, to discuss. And we'll talk about that in the shout outs, but I'll be talking about all of the cool reveals we've had uh, over the last couple of days. Now, um, what we're we talking about the Thunder Machine part, are you into this one? Is Would this be a, would this be a cool one? Again. Yeah, and again, what I was saying about the snowcat works out for this as well. As far as having plenty of figures to put on it, we we're definitely getting our dreadnoughts. Oh, like that's, goodness that's happening. Me. So, um, I I think that we can pretty much fill this thing already. We can torch, eventually ripper, buzzer, road pig, road pig, Zorana, Zartan. Zorana. Although uh, I don't think uh, Road Pig was um, in like not name only. What's the word? Uh, rumored, Ro rude, rumored Road Pig, um, rumored Heart Wrencher. Um, right. So Heart Wrencher can get in there too. Torch, Buzzer, Ripper, Zartan, Zorana, and um, I guess that Thrasher would be with this as well. Nine was, was Xandar also? Oh, Xandar got that. Yeah, we could talk about that in a little. Nogahide, 11. Yeah, Nogahide, yeah. 11. That's a lot of dreadnoughts. You're right. The yeah. We've gone, we've gone from two name only reveals eventually when Buzzer and Ripper to 11 dreadnoughts in a, yeah. what, in what the space of a year, less than a year. Yeah, that's really fast, actually. There's not a <laughs> ton left it's like monkey wrench and zanzibar. zanzibar yeah and spanner who's in the uh co-pilot seat there of the uh 
the passenger seat of the Thunder Machine. Spanner? Yeah, Monkey Wrench's repaint. I've named Spanner, who you I want to be. Okay. Uh, it's not official. That's just me being an idiot. Um, um, oh, Rachel, I can actually answer this question for you. Chris, can you ask Len Emily, is Joe product at Ross and Ollie's a result of COVID distribution issues or something else? Will it affect future classified production numbers? I can explain that all they're doing, Rachel, are clearing out their storage scenario in order to fill it with all the new stuff that's coming in. So effectively... You know, if you, if you think of the increase in uh, pre-orders, in product coming out, in, you know, the, the one year's worth of product in six months scenario, they, they made a decision to catch up with the, the plan that they had, the plan of action they wanted to get to um, over, you know, just being where they are and going from there, if that makes sense. So they decided to kind of compress that into a small amount of time but the problem is when you do that and you create more product, it means that you either have an unlimited storage scenario, which nobody does, not even Hasbro, and they uh, they need to clear out. So the, all of that stuff that went on clearance was a literal warehouse clearance scenario. Um, yeah, so that's it, it's as simple as that. So I hope that helps, and I hope that answers that question. Um, I will probably run it by them just to see what if there's an official word on it, but that's effectively what the situation is. Funky Stench says Sam Sammy Delco is a is a cool name for that particular figure. Monkey Wrench, Funky Stench, I like it. Um, anyway, there's more dreadnoughts than Cobras, says Ray. There is. You should, yeah, that feels like it. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to cool. get to a point where there won't be any dreadnoughts to to make, and I'll feel sad. We make well, burnout has got to happen, right? Yeah, burnout still needs to happen. Rugrat. Uh, yeah. Was he called Rugrat? Yeah. There's the Rugrat. one that was in that frontline issue. And yes. then... Along with Heart Wrencher. And Heart Wrencher and Norma Machete. Yes. Uh, uh, Death Metal. Chaos. 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 Do we really want... Billy Dreadhead. Bob. Yeah. The Dreadheads. Yeah. No. Of course we do. We want those. You want of them? Of course we do. Just repaints and head swaps, right? I mean, it would have to be a three-pack, at least. Hang on. What's um, what's the guy's name that reused all of Norgahide and Zangief's head? Um, that's Crusher. Crusher. Right. It was right there. Demolisher. Demolisher. Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I've, I've done this video. I did the Norgahide video, and it was Crusher, wasn't it? Dreadnought really, let's, what we need, though, is, is Ninja Force Sartan. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ninja Force Monkey Wrench for a second there. <laughs> Why? Maybe because it makes... Infinity. Maybe that's who... Uh, uh, what did he say? Funky Stench. <laughs> ninja Force Funky Stench. Yes. Because, Pat, if Road Pig can be a Ninja Commando, Monkey Wrench can be a Ninja Force member. Hey, I still don't know what being a Ninja Commando means. <laughs> Maybe you just are a commando hunting ninjas. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know why I turned into like a, 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 a an old woman from a, an, a British <laughs> comedy series from the 70s then. Ooh. Mm. Amazing. Um, brilliant. Right. That's Thunder Machine. Very excited. And then we get Thresher. 
Um, so yeah, if this is, I, I'm, you know, I've got to throw out, it's still speculative, it's still a rumor, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm all for both of these, please and thank you very much. Um, yes, and that that's going to be one hell of a reveal day when they pull that bad boy out and they're showing off all the cool stuff. Also, Pat, here's a little bit of trivia for you. Do you know what that yellow, that kind of dome kind of looking light thing is in the middle of the um, the windscreen that's got like a little yellow dot on it? Um, that is a good piece of trivia because I don't really know. I would just be taking a guess. And... Don't have a guess and I'll tell you what it really is. Don't look at the comments because they will answer it immediately. <laughs> oh, so everybody knows but me? Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes, everyone in this entire comment section probably knows as well right now. Uh, if is they watch spotlight? the a police spotlight? I thought it was a halogen. I thought, yeah, like a big police spotlight. I thought the same thing. But no, it's actually an infrared tracker. Yeah, I'm not seeing that in the comments now. No, because no one cares or remembers. An infrared um, tracker. Is it? Are you going off just like the blueprints where they're making up cool things to have for it to have? Of course I am. Of course I'm going off the... Of course I'm going off the made-up bull... Or BS blueprint scenario. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, why do I always put B instead of N? A thunder machine is what I put in the uh, the thing here. But yeah, the, the, the exact uh, description for that thing is a high noon. No, it's not that at all. It's an infrared target acquisition scanner is the full name for it. Okay. I, Pretty I'm cool, right? Know, like, how, how far are these going to be spaced out? Um because I'm not complaining. I'm just curious because, you know, we started off just getting motorcycles. We knew we knew that couldn't last forever because <laughs> there's only so many of them to, to be done. And we still haven't had the Silver Mirage. Well, yeah. And that's that's fine for them to wait a little bit on the Silver Mirage, I think. But, you know, <laughs> we got the, the coil cycle first, but then the ram and we're getting the ferret. Uh, so it seems to be, you know, upgrading, but, but with the thought that classified series stuff is going to be a little more spread out across 2024, it does seem like, you know, getting these two vehicles and even what we're going to be getting into in a minute, you know, you've got the classified figures, but then on top of that 60th and on top of that retro. So I'm yeah. just wondering, is there a truth to, well, what, what is the situation we're looking at in 2024? Is it, fewer classified things but still the same amount of gi joe because of the addition of 60th and retro being mainline retail or are we actually going to have less stuff on pre-order in 2024 than we did in 2023 i can't answer that question like fully as i'm sure you're on you, you can understand why but like from what i can gather there's still a crap ton of stuff coming in 2024. Um, I just think it's going to be spread out in a more, I, you know, it might be a lot more in each of the, like, this is the thing. It might be one of those things where it's like, it's under a hundred bucks. It's 99.99. It might be that kind of thing where it's like, it looks from the, from the surface that, or from the, you know, from what you're looking at that, yeah. oh yeah, there's going to be less things. But when actual fact, it's just spread out more. And in those moments that you get those, you know, pre-orders or whatever, they increase that number, but you don't really notice it because it's more spread out. Do yeah, you know I mean? could, yeah, I could totally understand that. But I don't honestly. I'm gonna have to write this. I'm gonna have to write some of it down, look at it, and go. 
you know, and base it off like stat and stats and data from last year. Well, honestly, year. we won't really know until the year's over. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Have they got another pre-order thing coming next week? Maybe I don't know because some people think they have. Some people think on the thirteenth there's another pre-order drop. Could you imagine if there was another one? Like, and I mean, we've still got a few things that are floating around. We've still got the SMS with the Techno Viper. We've still got, what else have we still got? I don't know, actually, if there's anything else we do have. But, uh, you know, there's a few other things that float are floating around that you could think, oh, maybe there could be a couple more things before the end of the year, which would be absolutely insane, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Yep, we will we see. We will see. And we'll be talking about it next week if there is. So um, there you go. Anyway, that is the, the that that is that which is the like. And shout out to its Chad's YouTube channel. Um, uh, I've been in contact and we've had, been chatting about some stuff. So uh, yeah, thank you for that information, Chad. Again, don't know and I don't I can't confirm nor deny it at the moment. I can't even I can't confirm it is what I'm saying. So um, just excited that if it is true, that would be amazing. Ferret says Mark. Yes, that is another one, isn't it? That's floating around. Uh, true. So the ferret, the SMS with the Techno Viper. I don't know. It's a possibility before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is. Anyway, true. now shout out to uh, Emily, Lenny, and Tony who did gave us another brilliant. Uh, I love their live streams. I really do. They're so. I really much enjoyed fun. this one myself. Yeah. Aren't they great? Like I just I don't know. I just really enjoy their banter and their how much they enjoy these clearly they do enjoy them obviously so um yeah i yeah i was really really impressed with this one again now it's a lot of pre-orders mate a lot of pre-orders they went they did they did they they didn't do um what's the word they didn't do digital renders for this one which actually i was really happy about because i've still got two let's talk classified videos to do that i haven't done yet and i was desperately scared that um they were going to show off raptor or uh, Iron Grenadiers, because I was like, I'm not ready yet. I've got to do those videos first, please. So anyway, no digital, digital renders, but we did get four name-only reveals to kick us off, mate. And we'll start with another one that was, let's face it, was was in that uh, conversation we had last week from the, the rumours. It's Starduster. How much, how excited are you for this figure, Pat? Because I'm really excited for this one. I am, uh, and did did Lenny say something about special packaging for this one? I wish I'd paid more attention. I was multitasking said, at the time. He said something weird whenever it came time for that, like that we would be excited for something. Interesting. Interesting. If anyone in the comments knows exactly what Lenny said, what said specifically, said. let us know in the comments so we can talk about that because I can't... This is the thing. When I watch it, I'm like so desperately trying to get screenshots um so that i can expedite the process of of the live stream that um yeah it just gets to the point where i can't soak it all in so please let us know in the comments he did mention serial related something says john crameans thanks john serial related stuff i that would be freaking awesome like a little cereal box with the figure would be so much fun yeah yeah something like that or um yeah, I guess anything like part of the, that standard '80s, like what they show is part of the balanced breakfast that I don't think any kid ever actually sat down with when he sat down to eat cereal. For me, yeah. it was always just 
I'm going to eat my cereal. I didn't have like half of an orange Nine. and like a glass of milk to go along with the cereal with milk in it. I, and, I will the, say, the though, orange will, juice to go along with your half an orange or whatever will, it was that they had. I will say, though, um, I grew up with my mum, obviously. So my mum, yeah. Sue McLeod, who would make my breakfast and like would still do it to this day if I was living there right now, because that's how she, that's how she rolls. Shout out to mom. But it would be like this is what I'd get in the morning a tray, usually the G.I. Joe tray or right. a turtles one. Right. With. <laughs> as a 20 30 40 plus year old not kidding bowl of cereal with fruit to go with it so like you know grapes I've, i have grapes on cereal as well they're amazing by the way if you ever get the opportunity stunning cereal um and then also toast or a bagel or two she usually made two bagels for me and she would, what she would do is she would do a, what's known as, have you ever, guys, have you ever had an egg banjo? Do you know what an egg banjo is? No, no. Okay, so an egg banjo, I think it's a forces nickname from the UK forces. My dad used to call it, and I, th I think they picked up that way. But they call it an egg banjo because you bite into it, all of the sauce and the egg comes out on your top, and you do this. Oh. <laughs> so it looks like you're playing a banjo, right? <laughs> you're holding, you like that, see? Well, anyway, that's what they call it. They call it an uh, uh, <laughs> they call it an egg banjo. So she'd make like, like toasted with an, like this almost like an omelette, basically. It's like an egg kind of scenario folded up with uh, usually with daddy's sauce on it. And I would have all of this coffee or tea, depending on what era it was that I was uh, partaking, and probably even orange juice. And that would be on a tray every morning. Can you believe wow. that? You probably can believe that. I'm a bit of a spoiled brat. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Good point, Sean. <laughs> no, mom's amazing. And yeah, shout out to mom. Uh, daddy's sauce, Adam. Yeah, daddy's sauce is like a brown sauce. It's, it's called daddy's. Literally, that's the brand name, I think. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, no, anyway. I just looked up egg banjo. There's a lot of different takes on what an egg banjo looks like. Ryan says, I've not understood half of what Chris said for about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll do I'll do a whole episode next time I'm in the UK and we'll we'll have a look. Um yeah, there you go. Um anyway, so that's <laughs> that's that. The the thing a lot of people are saying that he wasn't super specific, Lenny. But there was a couple of moments where he mentioned, um, what was it, uh, special? He said something special, says Jill, uh, Gil. Um, he wasn't super specific. He did mention cereal. Yeah, so it's something special, I think, was the thing that he said. Well, it, it could be the packaging or it could be, like, remember the last, I remember the last time they were excited about something special with a figure. It was Sergeant Slaughter yeah. coming with a little Sergeant Slaughter. So uh, maybe it's something akin to that, where it will be him, but maybe he will come with a cereal box or, you know, a, a balanced breakfast. Or an egg banjo. An egg, I don't think he's coming with an egg banjo. No, well, I mean, maybe. I, I, don't, I really don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to mom and dad for that. Um, right, yeah, so Starduster is a is a big shout. Now, and another thing, um, on a I was doing a, a burst about this a while back when the Starduster name came up initially. And we did, I did a new like a live, you know, response to that rumor. 
And uh, Paul Pamphalone, Plastic Battles, shout out to Paul. In the comments, he mentions how cool it would be if, because obviously, you know, you've got the jump pack, how cool would it be if um, Stardust came with the platform as well? And yeah. that platform could double as a helipad for the Dragonfly. And I was just like, oh my God, that's like almost too good to be true, isn't it? Like, could you imagine a thing like, you know how they're doing like the SMS with the his tank sort of thing, right? It yeah. wouldn't be, would it be beyond the realms of possibility to get a figure like this that came with something that went with the Dragonfly? Uh, I don't think it'd be beyond possibility because I think that I we talked about this last week, I think, where I said that I, I think that you could do that if you sectioned it off and had it be something that was, you know, buildable. Um, and honestly, if you had that be buildable and then it had like the little computer station thing off the, the control station off the side of it, like the the jetpack jump landing pad did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that probably all of that would probably fit in something about the size of a cereal box. Uh, and it's not like they're not doing crazy things like that, because even right now at Target, uh, there is the um, the Stranger Things transformer that comes in a pizza box. So yeah, yeah. Um, so Viper Scout said, "Doesn't Dragonfly come with a helicopter pad?" I don't think so. Comes with a stand. So. Comes with like a flight stand, yeah. and then yeah, I don't think there's anything else like that with it um but anyway i just i just thought like when he was kind of describing it i was like oh god that would be really cool because then you'd have like a jump pad and you'd have like a little you know a little landing spot to display yeah um or like you know dio kind of scene situation as well like so yeah any anyway by the by i can't wait to see what they have in store for starduster i know like in terms of the figure it's not i mean you can probably build it in your head anyway like this it's a kit bash from what we already have but that doesn't bother me too much because I mean you could also I mean he's going to have a different head sculpt I mean that's that's definite because it clearly is a point that they make specific characters have different head sculpts that's clear like even to the point where Glenda and Scarlet have different head sculpts do you know what yeah. I mean like that that was almost like so a lot of people thought they were going to have they're going to share the same kind of head and it's like they don't do that with classified really do they they haven't so far that I can think of. Uh, so I would expect it to be new. But if you really look at it, uh, the art for Starduster was Duke's face. And they just yeah. made a Duke that has not, you know, they just revealed a Duke that has not only that helmet, but also the visor. That, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I expect it to be a new head, but the rest of it just being existing parts. And that's going to make it a lot more affordable for them to even do it. So yeah yeah maybe we could get that maybe, maybe that's how they're squeezing in that extra item that's special is that there's not as much cost going into this yeah i just i just don't think we're gonna get a head reuse for a for a i don't think so either different character i don't think they'll yeah, ever do no. that i think that's like something that is like a no-no in their kind of like design um you know uh approach approach yeah yeah, yeah. um words um, anyway, Starduster, very excited. Let's move on quickly to Nemesis, the artist formerly known as Enforcer Immortal. Um, now, Nemesis Immortal is was revealed, and this is another one of the characters that came up in that kind of like list very recently of rumored classified figures. Isn't that a surprise, Pat? <laughs> right. There were uh, a lot of people saying that they didn't they didn't believe that that list was was real. But what I was trying to tell you with my winky wink eyes was that we knew it was 
legitimate. So um, there you go. Uh, Nemesis Immortal. Uh, we've talked about this as well already because we obviously we talked about this, you know, um, the, the, the rumor. Now that it's a reality, are you happy? Uh, well, yeah, because I, I love this character. I just am really still curious. Like Nemesis Enforcer is such a specific name. And I Googled it yesterday. There actually is a video game where there's a character named Nemesis Enforcer. Ah. Or, but it wasn't around back whenever they called him Nemesis Immortal the first time. 25th, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't yeah, know that's, what's going on. I I personally think that maybe, um, what's the word? I think maybe they let, let a trademark lapse and someone picked up and hasn't done anything with it yet. Yeah, and whenever I did a, a trademark search, um, first of all, the trademark search looks entirely different than it did whenever I did a search like six months ago. Um, but all kinds of stuff came up. So I was like, I'm not I'm not going to finish trying to look for this. Um, yeah, for my research. Um, so yeah. yeah, I would... Uh, either way, either way, I do love the fact that this is now kind of almost semi... Well, it's official now, so that's great. Um, I yeah. really can't wait to see. Uh, I really can't wait to see this. This what they do with it because, like you say, it's, it, you said it's a unique character. In terms of the figure design, it's going to have to be completely new. There's, I don't. There's going to be no reuse anywhere. There's going to be huge set of wings. I'd imagine. I don't know if it's going to be like two sets of wings, one open, one closed, or if he's going to have some sort of articulation. I mean, there's a lot of like question marks around this particular design isn't there there's not any opportunity to reuse serpentor parts here is there not really and i think to a degree i think this figure is going to have to be bigger than serpentor really mm. yeah um yeah uh, rachel i believe he is a deluxe figure just a, a little bit of extra information there okay so yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't really see them reusing anything from Serpentor either because a lot of them has all that sculpted armor on. So yeah, it's gonna have it's to It's not even like there's a night force nemesis enforcer. It's not like there's like another repaint for him either, is there? Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, I was kind of thinking there could be, to be honest, because Okay. Toy cartoon. Well, there's also look at how the package art has the green on it. Okay. I you know? okay. You you could do one that doesn't have like those weird tentacle things that I still like am not sure a hundred percent. I think Adam had his idea and I think it's right, um, but I, I don't. I, I'm not entirely certain what those were for. But there are some things that you could do to to plus him up a little bit and put him in a set. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen though. I really think nice. this could be a one off, and that they will cost cost him out as if they are never going to reuse that tooling again yeah and then just burn it um yeah i i think yeah just to kind of reiterate there adam's idea with the tentacle things uh was that um they were kind of it was more of a generic use sort of uh accessory for the set wasn't it as opposed to or like it's it's one that you throw on a figure and it kind of like as if it's yeah mimicking it being like capturing like a joe or something wasn't it yeah, which which very well could be the case. And I, I also wonder if maybe that was supposed to be a bendy, like Globulus is, if those tentacles were supposed to bend around a figure and that got dropped. 
Yeah, it's possible. Uh, there's, there's a lot that looks like it got dropped from this set, like the cape also on the Royal Guards seems like something that should have been there. Big time. Oh, man, that would be so cool. The no-ring figure with a cape would be so cool, wouldn't it? Do you want me to send that message to Brian now? Oh, yeah. I would love that. Right, hang on. <laughs> Brian, could you? Um, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, that yeah, Nemesis Immortal is the official name um, for this particular one. And um, yeah, we'll be... Uh, I, yeah, I just think it's going to be... I, I think this one's going to be insane, and I can't wait to see it again. I don't know. Then we talked about the spikes last time, didn't we, about... You were saying, could they do retractable ones? And I think it's probably more likely yeah. we're going to get some sort of like fixed position switch out sort of situations, aren't we? Like either the blades come out. Just fixed position. Yeah. Either the blades come out or the gloves and the blades are attached together and you take the hand off, if you know what I mean, to put on a new kind of like. Yeah. I, I kind piece. of just think that it's just going to be he'll have spikes on his elbows and that'll be that. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, we don't know, Diana, about the uh, the lost rights to Nemesis and Force, although Pat did mention that there was a computer computer game character, although it wasn't around the time of, uh, you know. But then again, the the people that had that created that might still have the trademark for it, though. That's the thing. Like, don't really know, do we? Um, yeah, it's possible case, they registered that well before the game actually came out, because we've seen games take a long time to be released. That's also very true as well. Yeah. Okay, well, that's Nemesis Immortal. Uh, next up, Xandar. Now, this was a surprise. This was the first time I'd heard this name utilized by the, the team. First time um, hearing that this was a figure that was in development, and this is pretty cool. And again, another Dreadnought, buddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I'm really curious to see how they approach the accessory of the, the rifle dart like um bolt i called it a sniper harpoon yeah i don't i guess a harpoon gun makes more sense to call it that yeah that, that's that's what it is yeah but it also time. looks like it just uses regular arrows yeah because he's got that little quiver as well so do you think he's yeah. going to get a re like like do you think there's going to be a quiver that's already in because there's so many quivers now um, do you think they'll just reuse one that's in the line already, or do you think they'll just do another one because they love doing that, don't they? I don't know. They seem to don't they they don't seem to like doing backpacks at all. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Oh, even oh, even oh, uh, Scarlet's new quivers on her thigh. <laughs> yeah, but then she comes with a backpack. Right? She comes with a backpack. That's true. That's very true. But um, they seem yeah. to want their backpacks to be multi-use more than other things. Yeah, I don't know. I'm ex I, I I do want to see what they where they're going to go design wise. Is going to be quite interesting. Are they going to you know? I imagine they'll stick as close as they can to what this design looks like. Um, and I like the thought of you know maybe doing a little bit more with the uh, the body art as well. Maybe going into more detail with it. I don't know. What would would you prefer? They just stuck with the kind of uh, lightning bolts, or would you like them to do something more? Like you know, dramatic and interesting and tattooy. In just in general, I'm not a huge tattoo fan. Oh, we um, talked about this, yeah. Yeah, um, but it being dreadnoughts, that seems to be something characteristic of them. I I honestly think that the reason why Xandar is shirtless is just because if they were going to spend the money on having him change color, then you you would want as much surface area showing to have that be as dramatic as possible. Yeah, 
Big time. So that's why he's shirtless. And then he has the chest tattoos to make his uh, that large surface area a little more interesting than just a bare chested guy running around. And hopefully so we get it's more a nipples. little bit of a weird design. What? Hopefully we, get, hopefully we get more nipples here as well. If that's what you would hope for, then you'll not be disappointed with the reveals that we've Come had. Come on, nipples. Gross. Um, right. Um, yeah. Do you think they'll do the kind of shoulder kind of chevron uh, things? Oh, what they're called? The pauldrons? I really think that we can probably look at Zorana and assume that he's going to match. Yeah, you only got half of one out. You only got half of that out. Who was it you were going to mention? Safran! That one. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to do the whole thing. I, like, I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I like I was putting it on pause. Or I was having streaming issues. I was having streaming issues then, and my brain was having streaming issues trying to understand what was going on. Um, because I'm an idiot. Yeah, so Xandar, love it. I love that Xandar's got his own logo, mate. Have you ever noticed that? What? He has his Zandar own logo? the enemy. Oh, okay. On the package. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Destro the enemy, right? Yeah, but I'm I just I just like the fact that he's he's important enough to have his own logo. Is it Zorana the enemy? Zorana the enemy. Does she have that? I think so. So does uh, Zartan, right? I know Zartan does, but Zartan's like, you expect it, because he's like the head honcho. Yeah, I think Sorana does too. That's brilliant. But most of them just say Dreadnoughts, the enemy, right? <laughs> How funny would it have been if they'd have just carried that on throughout the entire line and just be like, Ali Viper, the enemy. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Steve, the enemy. Um, anyway, amazing stuff. Um, figure six pack says Xandar's legs would be borrowed from Scrap Iron's knee pads and legs. I haven't even looked at the figures enough to pay attention that that would make sense, honestly. So I'll just take your I'll take your word for that one. Figure six pack. Um, right, as well as Xandar, who one more thing I will mention, Pat. Yes or no? Color change skin. No, that's not going to happen. That's just okay. not going to happen. I mean, if that happens, it would probably be in a pack with uh, Zorana. Who? Zorana. <laughs> you hate me so me much. The Mercy of the Enemy is a good one. I like that one from Pastor Pierogi. Mercy of the Enemy is a good one. Yeah, I like that. Mer oh, Mercer, yeah. Yeah. yeah with a question mark. Mercy of the Enemy? Genius. Genius. Um, right. Yeah. Next up then. Leatherneck. Now, this is another one that you kind of go, if the line goes and goes and goes, you expect Leatherneck at some point. Like, you just expect him. He's, yeah. he's a big enough character. He was big in the Sunbow series, season two. He was like that whole kind of like, you know, um, relationship with wetsuit that kind of, you know, the, the kind of art, the Marines versus the Navy sort of kind of, you know, always clashing, always fighting. So with a with a leather, and I said this, I think when we when we got at a bazooka, did bazooka um, prove that we were going to get an alpine at some point? And does leatherneck prove that we're going to get a wetsuit soon? Uh, no, but we probably will anyway. <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean that, that's your answer. Yes and no, right? Yeah, uh, I mean I'm. Again, curious to see how this one turns out. Uh, his accessories 
one of the big features of the figure. I would like to see the grenade launcher played up. Yeah, big time. I mean, that's very synonymous with him, that particular rifle, isn't it? That was yeah. that was the one, that was the rifle I always wanted. I wanted that so bad. I remember seeing Leatherneck in on like a product leaflet, and I didn't have him as a kid and uh never never kind of found him. But the um uh, that that rifle on there, I was like, oh man, that's just like the one that Dutch has in Predator, and I want that for my little Predator game that I play where it's like you know, Dutch and Mac and Dylan and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that's, I got him in later life, but never had him as a kid, but just always, wanted that rifle so bad. I always remember thinking that that was the same hat that Gung Ho had on and that it was just way bigger for some unknown reason. <laughs> yeah. Which it, more, it probably isn't the same hat. And more I'm dynamic. Just, well, they're both uh, Marines, aren't they? They are both Marines, yeah. So it's a similar hat, but I'd be curious to see the real-life version of both of those to see how they actually compare in size. I believe they're called covers. Um, Michael says, we're still waiting on Alpine. No, he's been name-only revealed. We're going we're to get an Alpine, so don't worry about that. So that's why I'm saying I think there's going to be a guarantee of, of a wetsuit. in my. I, I think so, anyway. And there's no winking there, because I don't know. I'm just basing that's pure speculation. What I can see, though, Pat, here, especially with Leatherneck, he isn't like, you know, he's, he's as a vintage figure, it's backpack figure rifle. Very no fuss, no nonsense kind of scenario. But when you break down the design of the, the secondary and the stuff he has on him, there's loads of opportunity for the Classified series to kind of do what they've done, which we'll see a bit later on, on, on some of those action sailor, action soldier sort of scenarios where you've got, like, things that pop on and off of the... Yeah, yeah. Of the vest, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of scope there. I think for Leatherneck to have some cool secondaries going on the knife, obviously on the on the chest, the uh, pistol, and all that kind of stuff as well on the on the thigh. Um, I think this one's going to be kind of cool, honestly. Yes, and uh, there it's not like the line has had tons of green in it, has it? Not really, not no. a lot. Um, do you think he's going to be a hench dude? Do you think he's going to be kind of like gung ho size? What do you mean? Like a, a body build, figure build. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, no, for some reason, I'm not expecting that. Because he's always kind of like, I mean, the, the, the one that, that, that springs to mind immediately is the uh, modern four inch version that went with a oh, much yeah, bigger true. body. They feel really large. But I, I thought that they just did that because they had the parts to reuse. Right. Yeah, I mean, possibly he's he's quite a in the cartoon. He's quite he's depicted as quite a big bruiser, so I could I could Maybe. see them going like in that direction. Not necessarily. I, guess I don't really have a um. I guess I don't really have a lot of particular expectations of this. I'll just wait and see what it looks like whenever we get it. It will be a Nemesis Immortal repaint. I guess I'm only expecting us to not have a backpack, even though that's only one of the two things that he had. That's so sad, isn't it? And yeah, like Quick Kick, we've got a backpack for Quick Kick. We've got a backpack for Airborne. We've got a backpack. Yeah, for, we've got a lot more backpacks. The only people that don't get backpacks are the ones that you kind of really desperately want backpacks with, like Buzzer and Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Big Ben. Right. Why doesn't Big Old Ben have one? Anyway, um, Leatherneck, there you go. Cool these. That's the last of the name only reveals. Shout out to Ron Rudat, who obviously lent his face 
to uh, both the card art and the figure itself. Um, anyway, then we got our first reveals of, well, we'd gotten leaked the night before and we knew that, well, a week before we knew that Big Boa was coming. Um, but looking pretty good, actually, and also looking really good in the promo shots. Um, any thoughts on Big Boa, Pat? Anything that, that that's, you know, that we, you desperately want out there? Not anything mouth. new from what we've discussed in the past. I do think that the way that they've handled the boots is kind of neat. Yeah. They're not like that super techie looking, confusing boot of the original, but yet they have the, the design on the back of them. So it's nice. Yeah, big um, time. Still feel like the boxing gloves, they still feel a little small to me. Maybe, maybe oh, they're not. I, yeah, I was going to say that was something we were going to talk about, wasn't it? Because I said on the stream, I think I said, I think Pat will be all right with the gloves. They look a bit bigger than, uh, than some of the uh, previous ones. And lo and behold, you're not happy. I guess I need to see it in person. They do look a little bit better. They do. They um, look proportional. Do they? I think so, personally. I don't think they look, you know, because he, he made them so big that he's got like, <laughs> he's got like two beach balls on either side of his hands. <laughs> yeah, but like too small and they look like he's just wearing mittens. Like yeah, true. Go out and, it's and like either he wears... Either he wears mittens or he wears two massive beach balls on either hand and he's just boxing like, you know, like that would be so funny. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I think maybe the pictures are doing this figure incredible amounts of justice. Um, but um, I don't know. I just, I feel like they look proportionally good. Yeah, they might be good. I, we'll I guess see. I need to see them in person. Man, the posing is perfect. Matt's done a great job on this, hasn't he? Old shoot in the galaxy. Like absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, figure six pack says Cobra is running an MA, MMA tournament. Yeah, it does feel like that, doesn't it? Uh, it's great. I, and I love you've got Quick Kick and Big Boa fighting in a cage, effectively. I think it's a really good like thing. But then all of a sudden, Airborne and a Techno Viper are involved. And you're like, what? <laughs> when did it turn into a Sunbow episode? <laughs> uh, but yeah, love this. Um, there you go. There's another shot of the gloves. Yeah, I guess maybe they don't look too bad. Can I throw some in your direction? And I'm going to throw some in your direction and see what you think about this. Do you think there is an ever so slightly cheeky homage in the head to maybe a possible movie star here based on the whole history of this particular figure? I don't figure? think so. I think, you don't think, I you don't think they've kind of maybe about. done it with, a, with an eye on Adrian? You don't think they've done that? No, I mean, I don't think so. It'd be cool if that's what it is, but I, I don't think so. I think there's something else to it. I yeah, I'm not thinking so. But do, okay. is there? But then my question then becomes: Is there a six-inch figure of that character of Rocky that would be um, good to pair off with Big Boa? Is there? Yeah, Necker did Rocky figures, so yeah. There well, are the, Rocky be, figures, yeah, but I'm curious to see what they would look like. They'd be seven inches, time. though, wouldn't they? They might be, yeah. Because they were that, like, kind of predator, aliens kind of uh, scale. NECA um, did some. There were some a long time ago, too, but I don't know how good they would look now. You know, Sammy's just literally up. said that, by the way, Pat. It's quite funny. Can't wait to pose him with one of uh, the NECA Rocky figures to finally have them go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Yeah. In interesting. 
Interesting. I, I do. I, I must admit, the shot on the right where he's lifting, and this shot where he's changing gloves, like made me go, "Oh yeah, there's actually there's quite a lot of value to this one that I didn't really see beforehand." When you just see the figure in the packaging, I was kind of like, "Actually, there's quite a lot of fun display options with this one," and uh, and the and Matt has really used like every trick in the book to get the most out of this this particular figure i think it looks great that like you know the lift in the weights man as well like you can really feel that image like it's it's he's so good at that yeah um and he's really looking at the weight too like he's really into himself <laughs> it's another different actor but you know I'm, you know what i'm saying um and there's the there's the actual figure as well in real life um with uh lenny's mitts in the background there as well look Lenny's delicate mitts. Are Lenny's hands proportional for you, Pat? Or does you want? Do you want them bigger? <laughs> Way too small. Lenny, your hands, mate. They need to be at least three beach balls bigger, please. Just that's you know. a perspective thing, though, because they're way, way, way far back from the figure. Tiny hands, old tiny hands, Panzika. <laughs> tiny Hansika. I'm gonna call him from now on. <laughs> Oh, shout out to Lenny. Amazing stuff, mate. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really into this big bow. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm getting really excited seeing all of these pictures and stuff now. And then we have Quick Kick, who's another one that I just absolutely fell in love with as a kid. And I know you, I'm, I know we had different experiences with Quick Kick, shall we say. Um, and we didn't like have the same thought process. But I, this is definitely I one of those remember characters. What you're talking about there. Well, way, way back, I was talking about how like, Quick Kick was one of those figures in the Action Force comics, and he was very, you know, specific to the kind of UK. You know, the figure was readily available. He was in all of the media. He was in a lot of the VHS episodes uh, that we had. So he was very prominent for me. And I just, you know, I really, I fell in love with this particular character. And so to get the figure, I'm really happy, like really super happy that it's it's as cool as it is. But I know we didn't have we didn't share the same necessarily feelings on the figure. Okay, yeah, I don't remember that. I always kind of liked Quick Kick. Oh, good, that's fine then. Maybe yeah, I made all that up. Talking about yeah, what the hell am I talking about? You basically maybe you're in a bad mood and you just taking it out on me that day. Maybe well. Be I it's possible that just our likes of the figure were different and yeah. realistically uh he's an odd one it looks like the, to to me he represents more like what he would be doing while he's practicing not that he's going to go out into the oh, snow yeah. where 100 percent yeah, yeah with no shoes but that's kind of how he ends up being depicted that's but well actually yeah i mean there's so much to unpack there isn't there the fact that that particular this particular design of the figure like i'm the same as you i just don't i don't assume this is this isn't battle harder this isn't battle gear like in my head like in in that scenario like you you've got other depictions of the character in different garb even in the comics yeah you know like the whole um was it barovian mission did he wear shoes there he wore like all sorts of gear. He had they all wore the uh the black like like the all black gear with the hat, the like the little beanie hats, didn't they? In that mission, I want to say. Yeah, I don't remember that. But like in some in a lot of situations, yeah, he was depicted topless. 
in the cartoon, they ran with it because it's ridiculous. And also it's cheaper to just do that model all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Easier. And, right. Yeah. And you're trying so, to make sure that you're representing the toy that kids are going to go find. Exactly. It's kind of like Marine Dress Gung Ho. This is the same vibe to me. It's like that's a, a specific bit. clothing scenario for a specific situation. This is the same thing with Quick Kick. And like, I don't see why you can't enjoy him in a way that would make sense to you. Do you know what I mean? And like, like you just said, this is a train, this is him training, or this is him like, you know, in the dojo with like, you know, with a bunch of other guys and they're just sparring and stuff like that. That makes a hell of a lot more sense. Um, it doesn't make sense that he's not wearing any shoes in the like jungle or something. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I um yeah, I I I get why people are a little bit quick to dismiss, but at the same time, you don't he doesn't have to be that version of quick kick, if that makes sense. Um yeah, but anyway, I really like this one. Loads of cool stuff. I love the backpack. I think it's so cool and detailed. Um, and the fact that he's got two madam, he's got madam two swords there, and he's and the nunchucks fit in the loops on his belt, mate. Proper Michelangelo turtles vibe going on here. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's got those little loops in the back. Um, obviously, multiple hands, um, you know, for chops and punches and, and the sea grips. Uh, the fudgy is a great addition. I'm so happy we've done that. I'm so happy that's happened. Um, the only thing I will say that I'm not 100% sold on is the the throwing star effect because I think it, the color that it is really kind of takes it out of what it could you know what it should be doing which I think it should be see-through what do you think uh I, I don't disagree it, it's not see-through well actually... I mean as in I mean completely transparent not colored I don't oh, think it should okay. be blue is what I'm saying yeah just like a yeah, transparent, clear. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Or the one of the, the ninja stars should be the actual ninja star, and the trail and the other ninja star effect pieces off it should be white. I, I think mean, that would seem, make sense. They seem to be a little bit afraid to just include some throwing stars. Oh, wait, it looks like one of them silver. Oh, maybe one is silver at the end, and then yeah. the rest is kind one of like at a the blue. end is one at the end is silver. The rest of them are blue. Yeah, they seem to be just kind of afraid. It's so weird to me though, because like the four inch line included throwing stars. Yeah, in and articulated hands to hold them. Yeah, so it's strange to me that when are we get them in the six inch? You know, it's the original one was Snake Hold. Eyes permanently holding it that was yeah. molded in. Yeah. That I thought was disappointing. And this is even a little strange. Like, it would have been cool if they had gone with that same approach that they did with... Um, Storm Shadow, wasn't it? With Storm Shadow. Yeah, of having them attach to the, the the strap instead. I don't know. Actually, that would have been really cool, yeah, to have them come, like, attached to his sash as well. Like, that would be really dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. The money went for a fudgy bar. That's correct, Diana. It did. Um Quick Kick took on Snow Serpents in the UK Action Force comic issue, Cold Comfort. Yes, they did figure six back. It's one of my some of my favorite artwork in that because that was um, uh, the awesome. Oh, I, can't, I do this every time. I'm like, I'm going to big someone up. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I've had a brain fart and can't remember their name. Who's the most like, that's going to drive me mad now. Um, I love the artist as well. I'll come back to it. It'll come to me. Um, I had it then. If Paddy was sitting next to me, which he's not right now, 
Yeah, he um, would know in a second. He would know immediately because we talk about him all the time and I can't believe I've forgotten. Anyway, I'll come back to that because I will remember. It keeps coming to me and then disappearing. I'm, I'm having a mental breakdown. Uh, packaging on this one. Now, the big boa one looked like he was in the cage. Didn't You didn't see a lot going on, um, you know, homage-wise, or I didn't see anything homage-wise. Quick Kick, though, has a lot of cool homage on his. Uh, Storm Shadow there in the background, in the Arctic, barefoot, with the tiger seals in there. Yes, it's from the Pyramid of Darkness episode where we get his debut, where he meets up with Alpine and Bazooka and saves them, uh, and where he kicks Storm Shadow's butt in that particular scene. Um, yeah, nice little call out there, Pat, would you say? Uh, yeah, sure, that's fine. I keep on forgetting about the pattern he has on the side of the legs. Yeah, we'll get. I was going to get to that because there's a lot of loads right. more uh, images. No, that's totally cool. That's a good segue, and here's a good shot of it as well. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on the pattern? Do you like the little addition there? Yeah. Um, without that, it's it becomes a lot of surface surface area on a six inch figure. So yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, it adds a little bit of like a, a little kind of touch, doesn't it? A little bit of flair. Um, and also, I think Eleni mentioned that it was like, um, it's almost like the wind, I think he described it as, uh, in which case he should have put a patch on his bum, shouldn't he? That would have been perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, love these shots, love the backpack. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and say that the sash allows the backpack to stay on his, on his back uh, in the similar way that Bazooka's backpack just doesn't have any like practical way of staying on his back. But it does. Do you know what I mean? Like the there's no straps, there's no secondary, there's nothing that proves that that backpack that Baz Bazooka has could actually stay on his back unless it was glued on to his shirt. So I like the fact that there's at least the sash can give you the appearance that that backpack works practically. Yeah, it looks like the. I mean, I'm not trying to be picky here, but it looks like the one accessory is on the wrong direction in each of the images, right? Yeah, there it is in the right direction. The strap, yeah. There it is in the wrong direction. So yeah. that that would be, um, I, yeah, I get, yeah, you just have to flip it, the, yeah, the diagonally round on the other side there on that one. Oh, um, he has one where he's standing there where it's, it's, it's the right direction. Yeah, I kind of think it's a little bit weird, though, that they spent the money to give us a second head. Is it, is he really, is it chewing? Is that what he's doing in the second head? Chewing the fucking car? I, I, I thought the second head was just wavier hair. Well, he has a different expression as well, because if it was just wavier hair, they yeah. probably would have just given us hair. Oh, also, also, shout out to Scott Johnston, who did the artwork for these, by the way. Um, so the artwork you see on the on the sides, obviously we've had uh, Oliver Barrett in the past do a lot of them, and we spoke to him on, the, on an interview as well. Um, Scott Johnson did it, and Scott Johnson's also um, done loads of website work. He did like a lot of the website stuff that we saw, a lot of the Instagram images early on, uh, that storm shadow that we all you know talk about with the tattoo. All of that was uh, Scott Johnston, and then uh, he did a lot of stuff as well with you know all of the kind of like artwork that went to uh, went elsewhere, like you know for other meet, like other you know merchandise and stuff like that. So it's cool to know that he did the artwork for these particular set of figures, which is really cool. But yeah, um, this is just um, shooting the galaxy map, getting the sash the wrong way around uh, in a few shots and then getting it right. But yeah, I, I, as you say, I don't know. I didn't know there was a, an expression change necessarily on the head. So that's cool to know that there at least there's a difference there. And it does look a little bit like he's chewing. Maybe it's like to add a bit more depth to the fudgy. Yeah. 
I it's it would be neat if the if the hair was removable in some ways, so that you could have the different expressions with the different hair. But yeah, that's not. You've got to be eating and running at the same time. That's the problem, right? Right. I, I like it's just, it surprises me that that's how they that that was a. I, I'd like to know what the what the reason was for that because an additional head. We've talked about this before. An additional head is kind of a significant cost. Yeah, because there's a lot of deco that goes into the face. You know, there's a there's a lot of effort there. So for them to include a second head that just is, you know, a different expression with the wind blowing, um, is an interesting choice as far as how you're going to spend money. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think you're right. And that's something I will ask uh, Lenny when uh, I in when I speak to him next week. I 100% will ask that question. I will. I will go into the. Tell, take us through why you were uh, you decided Quick Kick needed to have a uh, chewy face. Do you know what I mean? Um, yep. And he'll be like, "What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about." Um, Phil says, "Now you can team up Quick Kick and Shang Chi, just like Marvel UK wanted." Absolutely, Phil. Good shout out to uh, the Marvel comics there as well. That's one of the reasons. Again, I really like Quick Kick is because and Shang Chi is because I really enjoyed um, that particular crossover in the comics. And uh, yeah, there's there, there's your quick kick. I'm happy. He looks cool. Next, there he is as well in reality, uh, which is pretty pretty neat. Reality, like all those other images of fake. The AI, the other images. We entered a different universe to look at all the previous images. <laughs> um, and there's another shot of the pattern on his pants, which again I really like. I, I think that's a great little addition. That one. Yeah. Um, next, techno, tech, techno, 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 techno. Techno Viper. I, that never even occurred to me that he would be Techno Viper because of the techno music. <laughs> I, never techno. Even, I never even made that connection in my head. Well, there you go. There you go, Pat. You can enjoy that for the rest of the day. You can be singing Techno, 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 Techno every time you go and do something. Um, yeah, Techno Viper. This is just, for me, this is just, yeah, spot on. Got it right. Lots of cool little things. It's it's a Techno Viper. Looks good. Deco looks amazing. And there's a nice little addition of a of a thing that goes on his wrist. Yeah, I liked Lenny's explanation for this, that it's like him, he has to analyze what he needs to repair before he fixes it. Genius. Yeah. Genius. It's like a diagnostician situation. It's like a diagnostic 80. Yeah. It's like a, he's like diagnosing the situation before he uh records a live stream about it. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, yeah, are you are you happy with this little addition? Do you like the the that being incorporated into a Techno Viper? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really alter the figure in any way, so you're still getting the the classic Techno Viper, and it enhances the thing, so it's not just kind of a nothing to talk about, nothing to see here, uh, upscale of the original design. So yeah, I would like to see more stuff like that with future figures. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Diana says, I want the pink Techno Viper. We're talking about that in a second, Diana, because that was quite a nice little fun little uh, addition to the stream. Um, and I, I, my first thought was to go to you, actually, Pat, when they bust out the uh, kind of first shot thing. I was like, oh, I bet Pat will like that. Yeah. Um, you did. You did. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, again, like Techno Viper, I think this is a solid one. I love the backpack. I love all the tools. I love the fact they've done pretty much everything. The only thing I have against this figure, Pat, I'm not sure if you agree with me. I need a safety cone now with all of my Techno Vipers, and I feel like this needed a safety cone. Okay. I didn't really think about that, but sure. Um, I actually kind of forgot about it. 
I don't know why I forgot okay. about it, but have you ever gotten multiple safety cones together and, and put them together? Of course. Because they lock together. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that would have been great for the classified series. Could have, you could have had multiple, like, troop build these bad. I tell you what, you put a traffic cone in here, 40. People will buy 40 of them like the eels. <laughs> I think the safety cone can go with somebody else. It's it was a neat accessory, but who would you who would you put a safety cone with in the line? Well, Tobuth had one too from the club. That was a good figure. It's a good shout. Would um, you also put a bridge layer with him? With Tolbooth? Yeah. Not really. Honestly, the bridge layer isn't something I need in six inches. There's they're they're going to get to a point pretty fast for me where I'm just not interested in vehicles anymore. And here is the Defiant. And you're like, <laughs> get, no thanks. Um, that one will be like, it'll be in, it'll be in like, like, they'll be doing like a special collaboration with NASA and it will actually take you to space. Um, that would be amazing. Anyway, Techno, Techno, Techno Viper. Um, they've gone with a, this is an interesting card back scenario here because they've gone with what looks to be this dystopian cyberpunk kind of vibe. But looks very similar to the kind of uh, scenario that Nunchuck was involved in and his um, artwork, except he was on the rooftops of this particular, what looks to be kind of like Japanese neon sort of vibe going on in the background. But can you see the tank there, Pat? In just to the left of the uh, yeah, of the, isn't that cool? Yeah. So there's been a battle, and and Techno Viper needs to do some repairs. But it looks like a Mobat to me. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that we're getting a Mobat. That would be that would be a vehicle I would I would like. I would like to have you know the original team jumping in front of the Mobat. Wouldn't that be a great display piece? That that's almost so. That's really iconic as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't look at these images until now of, of the backs of these packages. And has anyone translated what's behind him? Oh, as if. Uh, this is... No, I I haven't, and I don't know if anyone has. Okay. This is interesting. It's, uh, like, completely different than a lot of the stuff that we've seen before. Let me know what it says, and we'll uh, reveal it to the world. Um, anyway, yeah, I think I think, there's I think it's possibly a MOBAT in the background. Um, but I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, very cool. Again, artwork from Scott Johnson, phenomenal. He does a great job. And you can kind of see Scott's style here. He likes that angle. Like if you look at that Techno Viper on the artwork, he likes that. I'll do it here now in my little box. He does this where he likes this lean. That particular lean he's into in his artwork. I've seen Duke doing this lean. I've seen the Techno Viper. I've seen Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow. They've all done it. This thing? Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that kind of like just kind of like a, a, a what's the angle called? A obtuse angle? I don't know. Whatever. But like you know, kind of that lean. He loves that lean. He loves Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Um, so that's that. Um, then we have obviously the Techno Viper. Now is join the battle. <laughs> Player three enters the ring, <laughs> and uh, we get the Techno Viper images again. Beautiful images. I'm not sure how it works with a. MMA fight between Big Bo and Quick Kick, but I'm just going to roll with it. Um, and maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's uh, this is he's not going to fight. This is an episode of Battle Bots, and he's going to repair his his robot. 
it's it's Cobra has a a, a battle bots competition once a year. We we had the same show called Robot Wars. Was it the same show or just the same premise? Same premise. Okay. Uh, UK version. Producers? Yeah, because it was the it was like you know be like a like a little robot that would really have an axe on it or something, and then the other one yeah. would have like flames coming out of it and be like a wedge, and then there'd be one with a like a buzz bore like buzz saw on it and stuff like that. Yeah, and they would fight each other and yeah, uh, that was called Robot Wars in the UK, um, and it was a UK version of it, definitely hundred uh, percent. Anyway, I wonder who's the same producers or if any of the same robots showed up. But now we're off on a tangent. Yeah, we've gone way way. And off there was something way. about an air conditioner and a school uniform behind Techno Viper. That was what Google Google Lens told me. Really? Yeah. A school uniform. Yeah, that's what up up on the right side of the package, like over his left shoulder. Uh, one of the things is said Hara school uniform. Oh, and then over his right shoulder, left side of the package, it said air conditioner and then an arrow pointing down. And the rest of it was too light for Google to translate. Uh, you know, you could enhance the image and then translate it. But yeah, it seems like it's just kind of like titles of things that are sold at the stores behind him. Um, they're having a battle over air conditioners and school uniforms and what a weird thing know. to put in the background if that is the case yeah um mark to design sorry mark i was saying your name and then like i pro apologize mark to design has said didn't robot wars have some red dwarf folks hosting yes uh craig charles i think hosted uh robot wars um craig charles was lister in the red dwarf an absolute tour de force of comedy from the united kingdom i love red dwarf it's hilarious uh, anyway, thanks, Mark. Hope you're doing well, mate. Um, yeah, anyway, some great pictures. Very nice. I love that shot of him looking at his diagnostic holographic readout. And uh, there he is again. Brilliant. Awesome. Phen phenomenal. Smeghead. Yes, RKW. Smeghead. Um, and this is the one, Pat. This is the cool little thing that they they brought out. Uh, a, a cute little kind of almost like color matching test shot sort of scenario. Uh, what were your thoughts when they pulled this bad boy out? Honestly, just very thankful. Like, I really appreciate that they took the time to show us this because I'm sure there is a little bit of um, trepidation or a little bit, they were probably a, at least a little bit hesitant to yeah. show us something that, that we were not going to be getting because sometimes, you know, they show us some pre-production parts and people complain that they definitely want it. But at the same time, we know that if they released this, that it would not be the one that sells very well. You know, because people yeah. be like, "That's not what I had as a kid," or "That's not Techno Viper," yeah. and then it it wouldn't sell. And uh, so I could see why a lot of times in the past they haven't shown us these steps of the process. But I really appreciate this because uh, I, I don't know how much other people are aware of it. That's kind of where my GI Joe focus has gone is on yeah. figures that are uh, fully painted samples that are different than what was released so i really loved the opportunity to see this yeah definitely and for him to nice. explain it the same way that i understood this happening in the past with like the the green screen the the green bomb strike that looks like she hulk yeah uh, you know just a digit that's off on on the sheet when are they send it over and the factory follows those instructions to a t and yeah. you get what you get <laughs> uh amazing 
Um, yeah, so that is that. Very cool. Like that. That was a nice little touch. And then Airborne to finish off the four-figure wave, by the way. It looks like they, they're switching to four figures because of all the other stuff that, that comes now, like you like retro and 60th and deluxe and price points and vehicles and stuff. So, yeah, it looks like they're probably cutting down a little bit on that angle in order to, you know, make sense of all the rest of it that they're throwing in there. Um, but this Airborne, mate, this, again, the figure uh, over the digital render, over the kind of leaks that we've seen recently, the the figure in hand with all the gear on looks phenomenal, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it is it is really nice. Um, wait, oh, that, you know what? I really kind of like the cover that they gave on the goggles so that it matches yeah. the way that the vintage figure, I'm sure, is just unpainted goggles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it kind of fits with the color of it. It's really, it helps sell it. I like it. Yeah. It's a nice little ingenious move that. Yeah, definitely. So you can have like the covered goggles on the top and you can have the regular goggles on show, like open underneath. Yeah. And yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, lots of different options for this one. Again, I love the, the, the secondary. I think there's so much going on. I think it's really intricate, way more intricate than I thought the figure was as well. Like I don't recall all that gear that was going on. Um, like on the original reveals of stuff, like digital renders and all that kind of stuff. It just didn't seem as interesting visually when they, when we saw it. But now it's like this stacked, man. And he looks really good all geared up. And again, this is another nice one. Uh, Scott doing the lean. Slightly different lean here. It's a standing up with the head tilted, but it's still leaning in that direction. A lot of that's got to do with the the space you're dealing with as well, though I totally get that. And it makes sense for them to go in that direction. But Scott is an absolute lean legend when it comes to <laughs> that. Um, and yeah, the back on this one, again, massive Sunbow shout to the Easter Island episode where obviously Airborne plays a huge part in that. And his uh, brother, who is a, uh, what's the word? Um, like he's got sort of like psychic capabilities or psychokinetic capabilities. What's the one where you where you move things with your mind. Telekinesis. Telekinetic. Telekinesis. Is that is that what it is, or was it psychokinetic? I can't remember which one he has in that episode. In any case, he's got psychic abilities, let's just say. And um, obviously, Cobra trying to, you know, steal that and farm it and all that kind of jazz. Um, and then you have your, you know, ridiculous episode. But also, Dragonfly in there as well. Or I think it's just a helicopter that was in that episode, but I can't tell. Yeah, no, I, it looks to me, it doesn't look like it's the dragonfly. No, I think it's just the helicopter, helicopter that's in that episode. Yeah, which I, is also why I'm thinking that it's... Well, maybe it is the dragonfly. I could have sworn it was a dragonfly in that episode. It looks like the bottom of it doesn't look like the shape of the dragonfly. I guess if we had our dragonflies already, we would know. Yeah, screw you, Hasbro, for not getting us our dragonflies. Yeah, yet. you know, I, I do think, now that I'm zooming in, I guess maybe it is a dragonfly. Chris says it's an Apache. So does the Desert Apache get made given the box art on the back? I'm just going to say, okay, it might just be a generic Apache. Absolutely, it can be. They've done that with um, Desert Snake Eyes and uh, Grunt. It was a like a Black Hawk, maybe, or one of those kind of helicopters in that. But anyway, it, I guess I guess we're also getting kind of a peek into the pre-production samples here in the back of the package, aren't we? Because the cover for his goggles is black here instead of green. Interesting. Yeah, the one the one that they showed off was green. 
Yeah, and the, the one that's one in the package, package is green. Green, yeah. But on the on the art on the back, it's uh black. Interesting. Which it's much better in green, if you ask me. So yeah, they did the right thing. They made the right yeah. choice there, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Drake has asked, "What's your favorite head sculpt so far?" Uh, that's a good question, actually. And I'd have to say uh, Lieutenant Falcon. <laughs> you couldn't even get it fully out. I uh, know. Kitty said. Um, I will say, Mr. Drake, on that one, I'm a big fan of Outback's head sculpt, and I'm a big fan of um, Brain Fart. I'm a, what's yours, Pat, while I'm thinking about the other one? To be honest, right now, I, I don't. I don't know for sure. I did really the of the first series. I always really liked Scarlet early on, but that's yeah. been replaced at this point. Yeah, um, I don't know what head sculpt I like best. Oh, Scrap Iron, that's a good shout. I, I do like that one. I think that's okay. really crazy looking. I, I really like Scar and everything. Gideon Ripper the other day, like. <sighs> The texture of the hair and then the way that they sold the face like yeah even when he was talking in the live stream about his eye yeah yeah it's ripper's really good oh yeah it's a good shout actually because i don't have ripper in hand so i can't yeah i'm gonna have to say i'm gonna have to say ripper as well from seeing ripper and seeing your pictures that you sent me i think yeah that's a beauty yeah he's really i good. do i'm a big fan though of scrap iron i think scrap irons is a wicked head i need to look at that again actually you know what scrap iron might be one of the victims of it came at a bad time and so it hasn't gotten opened right so i maybe need to open my scrap iron i had him as a kid and i, open I would it. like to open him it's a good figure mate like even even you know take the mate mental awesome drone out of the, out of the picture the figure's really like satisfying as well yeah. There's a lot of satisfying design visuals going on um yeah hopefully that answers your question um airborne again some great shots here of him getting ready for his fight Bringing a gun to a fist fight, I think that's a little bit cheaty. Yeah, that is that is cheating, for definitely, sure. Definitely cheating there. Um, but yeah, again, uh, the figure looks phenomenal. And I think, again, even though the, 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 the narrative is confusing to me here, it's cool. Like, Airborne looks freaking awesome. Uh, and yeah, like they're sneaking up on, on a Techno Viper there with a dagger. Amazing stuff. Um, yeah, you cool. sneak up on someone in a cage match easily by the look of it. There, he's not paying attention or anything. Um, Airborne is breaking in to save quick kick, shooting the galaxy. Thank you so much. You're explaining oh, okay. the narrative. I get it. All right, okay. thank you. That makes sense. Yeah, here we go. Now we can we can look at it again and it can all make sense. So he's broken in and he's and he's saving quick kick. I like that. Thank you, shooting the galaxy, who is obviously the person behind these wonderful images, by the way. And that, by the way, at no point have I said they're not very good. I just didn't understand why Airborne and Techno Viper were doing were doing in the cage, Matt. I didn't understand what was happening. So I must admit, at first, behind him, is he done with the? Uh, is that the uh, Techno Viper back there? Uh, it, the. What in that image on the left? Oh, no, that's quick his kick. backpack. That's his backpack. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Now I'm wondering um, if the people in the in the uh on the outside of the cage are cheering or if they're angry. I thought they were zombies. I thought it was a zombie thing at first. And obviously I knew it when it was brought made to my brought to my attention that it was a cage match thing. Then I was like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, cool. 
Um, and also, Shooting Guns says, I know, lol, appreciate it. There's an order to the images across all four products. Thank you, okay. Matt. That's brilliant. I'm going to nice actually see that as the uh, to see them in that order would be nice. Yeah, I should. My bad. That's all. That's on me. Um, anyway, uh, I like the love that. If you can you see Quick Kick with a chair in that uh, image on the yeah. left? Yeah. <laughs> and Big Bo are like, uh, please don't smash that into my face. Thanks. <laughs> um, brilliant stuff. Well, are uh, they going to yeah. get overtaken by the crowd? Is now the question, though, in the Could narrative. be. Could be. I want to know who's in the crowd. Uh, Matt, can you ex can you tell us who you used for the crowd? Is that too is that revealing too out. much information? Uh, well, obviously, I guess he probably has enough figures. That he probably did just populate it. That's what I'm saying. Like, is there? Is, did you pop? Yeah, yeah. Is it random figures or is it specific? Is there some? Is the stuff in there that we're gonna get in the future? Is you know, like, what can you can you can, what can you say about that? You, you can just also just photography though. It could just be a cutout, or it could be a different scale of figure as well. Well, they look like figures, don't they, there? But then if you go into the background, it does look like maybe it could just be any generic, yeah, like some some sort of like technique to uh, yeah make it look like human people or whatever in the background. I would imagine for the depth that would be required, I mean, I'm just making things up, but I would just yeah, you, imagine what... it would be easier to go with just a, a cutout silhouette and not have to worry about making sure that you're not highlighting other figures as yeah. you go. Yeah, well... Hopefully, uh, Matt can tell us exactly in the future. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. First rule of Fight Club, RKW. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's the figure in reality with all of his gear on. There he is without his helmet and goggles on. And there's Duke. Uh, so we've moved into Duke. There you go. Uh, retro. Let's talk retro quickly, Pat. Uh, are you happy with the Duke figure? For sure. Yeah, that's what I've not been pre-ordering things, but I... I disappointed myself when I did some pre-orders. <laughs> and Duke was one of them. I, I think that they've really uh, they've really done a good job of getting Duke represented here. I saw some people complaining about the fact that he comes with a visor. I'm sure it pops off. You know, that was the uh, helmet that, you know, in the story world was capable of having that on it anyway. So I don't see why that would be a bad thing. Um, I think that they did a lot of cool stuff. I'm curious to see how well the binoculars actually hang on the figure, because that was always an issue for me with the original Duke. Yeah. As you put the binoculars on, and then they're just kind of pointing straight out. <laughs> Big time. I had yeah. that with the Tiger Force version, because I had the Tiger Force version of Duke. Um, that was the, the, the version I had as a kid. And uh, yeah, same problem. Same problem. Um, yeah. Love it. Um, and there's the, the, only the little thing that I'm not wild about is, is again the backpack. I, I'm I'm a backpack complainer today, but man, did they get the head sculpt looking like Duke to me? Like it looks like it has that little bit of a cleft chin, just tiny little bit from the cartoon. Yeah, um, he does look like he's a little bit related to the original classified series. So it's not like you've had a dramatic, too dramatic of a shift. Yeah. yeah. Just a haircut. But man, it looks like if you showed me this head sculpt and didn't tell me which figure it was, I would say, oh, that's Duke. Right, like if, yeah. Totally. If it had just been the head sculpt that had leaked, even without the coloring on it, it looks like it's Duke. So it's yeah. really good. Awesome. Um, there we go in reality as well. Oop, there goes Rabbit. He, sorry, I was going to start doing the lyrics for Lose Yourself. And there he is with the helmet on, which we can all expect on Starduster, let's face it. 
Um, yeah. And probably a lot of that Duke figure is probably going to be part of Starduster as well. Um, maybe. Who knows? Um, and then Scarlet. Absolutely cool AF. Um, yeah. Now, what I love about this figure, actually, Pat, is the fact that you can have her in no ponytail, ponytail, or tactical ponytail. Yeah, it really works for the problems that the original figure had. I mean, that is the original figure hair, hair right there, isn't it? Without the take the, po the ponytails not, the ponytail. not there. Yeah. Isn't I that mean, like a spot on kind of design look? I kind of think that's how the original figure ended up there, though, you know? Is that she just kind of was like, well, she doesn't have the ponytail, but we'll imply it from the front. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, she didn't have a big <laughs> hole in the back of her hair, though. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think that I would ever let this figure sit around with a hole in, in her hair for that reason. But Well, if you really had to, you could always plug it up and paint over it. Um, sure. But yeah, that I, I do like the fact that the, the you know all the bases are covered on this one. Um, and again, like the little thigh quiver. We've got a little backpack, which is the Valkyrie's repainted one, I think. And then we've got the... Um, the kind of like oh, yeah. automatic rifle, the sunbow rifle, and obviously the crossbow with the bolts as well. There's a lot of cool stuff with this figure, man. Yeah, I like the fact that they're including stuff that you can then remove in order to make it look like the original figure so that you are getting a little bit more for what it is, but that they are sticking to it. I like the fact that she has the pistol inside her, inside the wrist. Yeah, just inside there. Although someone was saying this because there's no slingshot in the back pocket, that needs to be there too. I always felt that the slingshot was a little silly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the, I mean, these Scarlet's shots are just... a little more serious than to be carrying around a slingshot. I love these shots of her, man. That, that one on the left is just beautiful of her, like, kind of in that dynamic pose with the pistol and the, the hair kind of flowing and that kind of stuff. The fact that the, the, the kind of the, the bigger ponytail, the more tactical ponytail allows the backpack to be on as well. So it doesn't yeah. affect that. Just, mm -hmm. just a lot of a lot has gone into a lot of thoughts gone into this figure where I think people just would have been fine with a you know just a simple figure that looked like the original Scarlet. They've kind of gone beyond that and they've done some awesome stuff with it. So yeah, really, really excited um to get this particular figure. And there's again some more shots of her. There's the tactical ponytail in play with the backpack. Nice. Um, yeah, awesome. And there she is in reality, in real life, with Lenny's tiny hands. Old tiny hands Panzika. Uh, I'm just kidding, Lenny, of course. Your hands are perfectly sized, Kitty said. Um, and there's that shot from the side <laughs> where it kind of like wibbles out and everything. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Awesome. And then Rakondo. And what more can we say about Rakondo that we haven't already said as he's a figure that we've had in the past already? But I do love the deco. I think they did really well with the tiger print kind of like camo on the pants. Just really dope, really dope. You um, happy with the what they? The, are you happy with the deco on this one? I should say, Pat. Yes, I, I it this is this is Ricondo. So good, they did a good job. Um, it's not like he comes with the quite the loadout as the other figures, but that's absolutely fine with me. He looks good. Yeah, ah, yeah, love it, love it. Um, one thing I will say though, uh, as we're talking about, as we're going through the Ricondo images. Um, in terms of the card backs, little disappointed they've not got the border. Yet they've got the border with the Cobra Commander that comes with the His Tank, but they don't have the border, the white border with the new ones. And I was kind of like, why? That's like, again, one of the main things I think people had issue with. 
was the fact that there's no white border. And I, for one, love the fact that they're reinforced and they're double, you know, the double ones that, that pinch the bubble. I think that's a, that's a great idea. But I'm so surprised they went against the grain here and didn't do the borders on these. Yeah, um, it, it is a little weird. Uh, I'm, I kind of feel like all the retro card backs don't even necessarily, we've talked about this before, they don't even necessarily have to match uh, the earlier things, we could get re retros of other later G.I. Joe card backs. And later on, they didn't have that white border. Yeah. But they did at this point. So yeah. I kind of feel like they should. Yeah, same as same. It's my only complaint on the retros, honestly. Um, yeah, I think they're really cool. Can't wait to see the other ones they come out with and, and how they get, if it's going to just be reissues or if they're going to do redecos with them. I'm kind of interested to see what they do with those particular troop builders that we've got coming. Um, and there's Recondo for you. Lovely stuff. Now, uh, sorry, there's obviously rea Reality Recondo. Um, and then uh, we've got the 60th. Let's quickly get through these because we have gone way over time here. We have, uh, yeah. I just finally realized I was running on too long. No, you're not Not your fault. Action Soldier Infantry, this is, a, this is a home run for me. And the fact that you can remove all those pouches and stuff. Look at all the gear he comes with. That is dis That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I've said before that I, I, I've i always felt like not every figure that's a hero within the G.I. Joe team, like one of the good guys, needs to be actually on the G.I. Joe team. Like them working with uh, guys who are in the military is an awesome inclusion, in my opinion. And this is not what I was expecting from the 60th, but I think that it's good. It feels like it's an accessory pack and figure all in one. So true. Um, do you like, uh, I noticed this the other day when I looked at the back of the packaging, but it kind of has that forward observer unit vibe with the, um, with the, you know, the tent and everything in the background. Wasn't sure what you thought about that. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to the, to the tent at all, to be honest. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. I'd love, I would genuinely love them to do mini dios. I'd love them to do like things like the mint the, the Ford observer I'd love them to do like checkpoint alpha and things like that you know stuff that is like you know classified scale but like just you know really really cool additional yeah. elements yeah for sure and then we've got all of this beautiful photography this is like like jaw dropping some of it looks real like it's only when you see like the you know the the articulation in some of the like the knees and the the elbows, you kind of go, oh yeah. Kind of initially, I'm looking at it, going, wow, is this like taken from actual wartime friggin', you know? It's just gorgeous stuff. So this looks like it's pretty much all on camera. The the stuff that's on the back of the package that is a part of a different shoot, or is that uh, just kind of a, a photo Photoshop together? So this here, that's just everything that comes with it, and well, it's covered I mean. With I mean the back of the package. See, uh, that's a photograph on the back of the package. Yeah, that's the same figure, though, isn't it? Like, it's just all the it's gear the that you... Figure. I'm just asking about the photo shoot. This and that are two different things, yeah. Yeah, the two different things. I'm just wondering, is the back of the package done the same way? Because there's a lot of elements always in the back of the package that are, like, far off and things like that. I'm just asking a question. Oh, uh, like... Is the homage in there, are you saying? No. no I'm not sure, I'm I'm not sure what question you're asking me. My question is, like, the, those photos are amazing. The back of the package, 
yeah has multiple elements is it done the same way oh oh like, I right. it's a no. photo shoot or no, is I believe it it's like a digital figure that's a still and then elements put together. I believe it's a digital render. Okay. So yeah, I'm I, I, sorry, I understand what you mean now. Sorry. So yeah, the the back of the package is a digital render, and then these are like you know dio shots basically. I don't think they do a dio and then like this and then take a picture of it and then touch it up. I do think it's a full on uh, digi yeah. kind of like kind it's of just a digital bash of all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, sorry, I, I was like, I, I was miles away then. Sorry. Um, but yeah, these, these shots look phenomenal. The, the amount of gear, cause this is the thing. Every image looks like a different figure. <laughs> it's like, you've got this guy and then you've got the backpack guy and then you've got this guy and then you've got nothing on the head there, no helmet. And then you've got the ghillie suit, like the kind of like the poncho. It's like, there's so many, there's so many different like opportunities for this one. It's crazy. Yeah, you can make them look 12 different ways. That's really the way I think that you handle a troop builder for yeah. the G.I. Joe team. It's good. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And yeah. there's the there's the full loadout and Lenny holding up the uh <laughs> the uh the kind of uh poncho as well, which is pretty dope. Um I did say on the, the last stream that I think there's a hint there that we're gonna be getting some sort of roadblock scenario again with that 50 cal, because uh it just I mean, I don't know why they would. It just feels like a a, pre, a preeminent usage um, of something that yeah they're tooling for that particular reason. Tiger yeah. Force? Did we already get Tiger Force roadblock? I personally, I think Tiger Force roadblock would be the one to do it with, and obviously then yeah. you, you're redecoing the heavy artillery roadblock, and you're just giving him that gun. It's like a no-brainer, yeah. isn't it? Really? Yep. Um, and then of course, oh, the modular elements on the vest as well, just. That's like that's like a new thing for this, really. The secondaries have, have really been like you put a knife in or you put a pistol in. Now it's like you can take pouches off and put pouches back on. I mean, build it how you want. That's really, really cool. Um, so interesting. Obviously, price point for these should be what, $34.99, I believe it was. That's nuts to me. The fact they can do these at deluxe prices. And then BBTS, I think, put them up cheaper than that by accident. I want to say they were like twenty five ninety nine, and I think someone just mentioned it might be Troy, uh, might be Travis. Sorry, said that BBTS said they would honor the price. Wow. Um, okay. Entertainment Earth did that too, but I don't know if they will. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it was like twenty five dollars, wasn't it? Basically. Yeah. Um, it was so fast, though. I, I yeah. don't know how many people got that order in. Uh, oh, uh, Sean got them from EE for twenty four ninety nine. They must have been given some dodgy information. The retailers. Um, but yeah, $34.99 is a, still an amazing price for these. Um, then, of course, we've got the, the Action Sailor, uh, and then another phenomenal figure. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, again, similar scenario here. Loads of options, loads of different like things you can take off and put on. And, you know, the secondary is really cool. And like, I love this kind of like, this secondary that, that they've given it, like gives it even more kind of like uh, interest for me. The submersible, the... Just so cool, so much stuff. Uh, are you a fan of the underwater guy too? They both look really good. Um, I don't know that we'll. It's what I'm kind of surprised about is that it's not just like wetsuits gear in advance, right? You know, yeah. So yeah, they've done a nice job. It looks good. Yeah, another beauty in the background there. I'm gonna say is just a random boat, um, unless anyone can tell me otherwise. 
Um, but yeah, very cool. And that's his submersible piece as well in the background there, which is kind of cool. That is really a, a good thing to show off on the render as well, actually, because it is such a cool addition to this set. It is like a mini vehicle, actually. So I, I think that's really neat. Um, yeah. And then, of course, we've got these beautiful images, again, underwater. Um, multiple shots there, of course. And then, like, you know, team shots. I love that lighting on that one as well with the kind of like that kind of like orange glow. That's really ominous. Um, yeah, love that. Lovely stuff. And then hitting the beach. And I don't mean in like Miami. I mean like, you know, kind of the getting onto the beach. Um, it's interesting as well because I always find it difficult to, you know, when you're using figures on like sand, the particles on the sand are slightly bigger. So it doesn't look kind of like the same thing. So you kind of have to get that stuff that's finer usually when you're doing dio sets. Uh, I wonder if um, Shooting the Galaxy had to do that as well, or if you just use sand. Uh, I know it's a, um, it's just a random question. I'm throwing it out there. But, I like um, water behind. The crashing water looks good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Again, and you can kind of put yeah. it, it's a bit out of focus too, so it gives it that even more, like, yeah, realism and stuff. Yeah, really nice touch. Um, I'm excited to talk to Matt about this. I think it's going to be a, a cool little chat we can have about his... Uh, well, if you have a chat with him and record it, then we could see, you could play these out in order, and that would be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. And there's a Techno Viper there as well, I think. Cheeky Techno Viper in the shot, um, next to those sandbags on the in the right, top right-hand corner. Uh, anyway, yeah, absolutely awesome. There's the last shot with all these, looking at his gear going, how am I going to carry this back to, how am I going to take this back? There's too much stuff. I can't <laughs> carry it all. They didn't design enough things on me to carry all this gear. Uh, amazing. And there he is in real life. Um, and I love oh, that. Oh, Lenny's got the G.I. Joe strap on his watch, hasn't he? The one that they did a while back. So, yeah. Nice product placement there, Lenny. I like it. Um, I think that's everything. Is that everything? It is everything. We're finally to the end. Yeah. Right. Let's get into shout outs because we've got to move on, really. Let's do it. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Yo, shout outs. Pat, take us away, my man. Shout out, as always, to Philip. Um, uh, we don't have a new one up yet, but if you haven't seen our Back to the Future episode, it was a lot of fun putting together. Yeah, it's brilliant. Go check it out. Link in the description. Uh, and shout out to Phil as well, who was on a little while ago. So, uh, yeah, thanks very much, mate. Um, this one has gone on. I think this is a record, Pat. We've broken two hours. I think the reason yeah, for that yeah. is because we just had so much to get through. So thanks for kind of, you know, sticking with us this entire time, everybody. It looks like everyone's still with us. So many people watching this episode today. Thank you so much. Um, then, of course, massive shout out to my lovely wife, Kate, and Phoebes and our house. We're settling in nicely and we're having a great time in our new gaff. So, uh, yeah, uh, massive shout out. Love you, honey. And of course, massive shout out to the whole family in the UK and the US. Love you guys. Hope everyone is doing well. We'll be seeing some of you over Christmas, of course. Um, and then shout out to Brian for the amazing graphics. Brian and Moxie in this shot. Moxie's 
gorgeous as well. But yeah, as well as Brian. Brian's also gorgeous. Thanks, Brian, for the amazing graphics. They're brilliant. The Bushido winter graphics. We are. I've slipped into winter a little early because it's bloody freezing already. How cold is it where you are, Pat, right now? Uh, 50s right now. It's fine. How dare you? When I got out this morning... And it was like the day after tomorrow. I was like watching the frost kind of like slowly take over the garden. I was like, what is going on? Like, it's it's so cold out here. Uh, anyway, shout out to Brian. Thanks, mate, for the amazing graphics. Also, shout out to Kickley. He dropped another bunch of amazing bits of art. Uh, there's Snowjob on the old Battle Bear. Sort of like a precursor to when he picks up Blizzard and they go take out all those snow serpents that we showed or, off last week. Or maybe this is after that. Yeah, maybe he's lost Blizzard, Blizzard or Iceberg. Just, yeah, iceberg. He tumbled. He tumbled t iceberg just tumbled off, but, that, but he's fine. He's laying in a pile of dead snow serpent bodies right now. That's what's happening. Um, and then, of course, cross country on his uh, on his havoc with Falcon in the in the background there. And I'm going to say rock and roll driving the other one. Would you agree with that one, Pat? Do you think that's rock and roll V1? Uh driving the other one. Yeah, in the background. Maybe I don't really know. I mean, it's not green. No, but it's like it's almost like just black in the distance because they it haven't. Be. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, I I just throw it out. It could, it could be anything. It looks like he's got a beard. He's got a helmet. Close enough. Uh, but that's awesome. Again, um, yeah, kind of slightly related to the havoc image that he drew on the last one that we revealed that we revealed that we showed off last time. So massive shout out to Kickley for the amazing artwork and. Big shout out to Travis, who's been in the comments today as well, of course, from a toy kind of mood. I will be joining them tomorrow on their uh, kind of like their chat about, you know, the uh, the fan stream and everything, and I'll talk through it. So I'm going to be on that what, one. Talking what time is that tomorrow? That is, I want to say 8 p.m. EST. Is that right, Travis, I believe? I believe it's 8 p.m. So 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably getting that completely wrong, but um, I think it is. Uh, yeah, and you can check us out live and we will be talking about all what we've been what we've been talking about today, Pat, for two hours. So yeah, awesome. Yes, it is eight PM EST. Thank you very much, Travis. Can't wait to do that. It's going to be fun. And that brings us to the end. Thank you very much, guys, for another stonking weekly episode. Very long one. Um, guess what I did again, Pat? That I've, I'm going to I'm going to show you how the sausage is made again, and I'm going to admit to not changing the bloody last slide to match the new graphics. <laughs> Oh, oops. So we've got the fall weekly design against Bushido. It goes nicely. It still works. It's fine. But, you know, that's me just, you know, getting it wrong. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, jumping on this one again, Pat. Really appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. As always, I appreciate it. Of course, man. And of course, shout out to all our fans watching, viewing, listening, enjoying, and everyone in the comments. And all our patrons as well. Thank you so much. I've got an Intel coming up very soon. So apologies, it's just been difficult to get the time, but there will be one hopefully this weekend. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, right, thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Stay fresh cheese bags. And after three, you know what to do. One, two, three. Full force. Laters. Laters. 
Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force